up, everyone? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 37. We're your hosts, Kendall and Josh. We are. Today, we are talking about the Dyatlov Pass incident. Okay, you... How That's you... how you actually say it. I had to look up the Russian pronunciation for it. I'm not Dyatlov. 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 A lot of people pronounce it wrong, but they're official. I've been saying Dyatlov. A lot of people say Dyatlov. I don't know why. That doesn't even make sense. Love Pass. A lot of people say Dyatlov Pass. Yeah. It's Dyatlov. Dyatlov Pass. Dyatlov. Okay, that makes sense. Dyatlov. Yeah. Okay. Dyatlov Pass incident. Anyway, this is super interesting, you guys. This is a weird one. And we're trying to do, because, you know, it is October. It's fall. We want to get in that spooky mode. So I think we're going to try to make all of the podcasts that we do this month not like necessarily Halloween themed or something like that. But we want <laughs> to do week, like more treat. creepy topics. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just like creepy stuff. A little bit and darker than normal. And and yeah, this is very. This is really weird. This is one of the most popular unsolved mysteries to this day. It's over Around 50 years old. Yeah. Across the world. No one knows what happened to yeah. these hikers that basically died mysteriously in the Russian mountains. So. Yeah, it's that, a weird one, folks. It, it is, is very weird. So that's our that's our main topic today. But we have a bunch of other things that we want to talk about and address before we get to that. Starting, yeah. With, and by the way, sorry, I'm no, sorry, go I ahead. Totally cut you off. But um, <laughs> I just wanted people to know that if you personally don't want to listen to the subtopics or to any of the other things we talked about in the beginning, because this is just how we do our podcast. We like the chit chat. We know most of you like it. If you're one of the people who doesn't, Josh has made a table of contents in the description box of all our youtube videos where you can click around and go exactly to the story that you want yeah if you're if you're lame like that no <laughs> <laughs> no i, I mean, mean the stories we talk about are awesome they're real we have some interesting things to talk about today but this is supposed to be a chill gathering with like-minded individuals yeah that's the feel here right? i just wanted to to say for people that like right. just want to know about which is fun i'm gonna say it wrong the whole time what is it diet love <laughs> Diet love, diet love, pass. Okay, Diatlov. whatever. It's okay. I mean, we'll we'll fuck shit up, and we won't <laughs> be able to say Russian words. Like the names are gonna be brutal, guys. So oh yeah, don't <laughs> get ready. Please do not hold us to the pronunciation standards of a Russian in actual Russian, Russian is extremely hard yes. too to pronounce. Like it's it's very 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 weird. It's a very weird language. All right, <laughs> all right. Get, let's Virgo's got to get back on track here. All right. <laughs> back I'll on shut track. Up. I'll shut up. All for right, a number while. one thing we want, I wanted to mention real quick. So Spotify has been a big issue for many of you. Many of you have told us, hey, we can't find your show or the show that I'm following. That is you guys says like founded in 1969 or some crazy shit. And it gives you an error message. So guys, anybody that's on Spotify, all you have to do to find the show and all of the episodes on Spotify is to search Mile Higher Podcast, do a new search and then follow that whatever comes up, because basically a bunch of you are still following the old page that got deleted because Long story short, I switched po podcasting providers, so it created this whole fucking problem, but it's been solved. So that's how you find us on Spotify now. So we are on there. We, we are on Spotify. dig a little bit. You just have to do a search. That's yeah. all you have to do. Do a new search. You'll find us. Follow us on Spotify, which we're on SoundCloud, too. So um, you can always listen to us and there iTunes. and pretty much everywhere else. All right. Skip it along second, here. Second thing. Um, <laughs> We have merch, guys. If you haven't oh, checked out the merch store, a lot of you to. have, which has been awesome. We've been super happy with yeah. the response and the feedback. You guys are digging the designs. We've been having so much fun ever since the shop launch, just like seeing what people are buying, like which designs. Because if you guys haven't seen our shop yet, Josh 
full credit Poured to Josh. Hours he worked into this. so yes. hard on this to the point where he was working every night until like midnight it's or true. later. It's like really seriously, true. all day, all night. I was like, you're insane. I would never do that. But he built this whole website. Um, it's extremely well done. The quality of the items is so much better. We have complete control of our shop. And not only that, Josh made so many designs, designs that are yeah. so cool. Really They're cool like stuff. all real. <laughs> Sadie's here with us. You guys are. She's going to migrate that. between we, our laps. We wanted sure. to have her in the middle for just <laughs> one or two more podcasts till we move into the studio. But um, <laughs> you made baby. But yeah, guys, there's a lot of different stuff on there. I would appreciate you if you at least go check it out right now because of how great the launch is where you have bumped up the discount to 20% off using code yes. launch, which hey. those site is milehiremerch.com. And that is valid until Halloween. Yep. Yep. So 20% off guys and we ship worldwide and yeah, it, there's and tons there's of cool everything. stuff. Stickers, I'm wearing a design hats. right now. Make America woke again. There there's so tons of stuff though. It's really crazy. Yeah, this is one of them. If you're into space, UFO, aliens, astrology. I mean, there's literally everything that we talk about yeah. or make videos about. There's true crime, there's something uh, some true crime merch on there. And I've got, I just designed a bunch of stickers, which will be coming to the store in the next two weeks. And they're really cool. I'm excited to have Shit. you add them to your, your laptop. All, All right, right. Anyways, let's go <laughs> on to the next thing. On to the next. Make sure you guys check out Hemp Bombs for that premium CBD. Uh, we have loved our new partnership with them, and it seems like yes. a lot of you guys are already seeing the difference. This is very, so very better. high quality stuff. Better bang for your buck for yes. sure. And one side note. Yes. We did have like, I personally had like at least three people say, why are you working with Hemp Bombs? Because they have synthetic CBD. Someone even left us a, a one-star review on iTunes saying that we were sellouts because we were promoting something with synthetic synthetically like human made cbd i don't know where this got started or who like why this was said but it is 100 not synthetic cbd that is really weird i've never even heard of synthetic cbd yeah it's out there and it's fucking illegal so i don't know well this is not we verified with the company they have a ton of information on their website of how they make their products it's 100 pure cbd extracted and from it hemp. is excellent you guys it is excellent if you have any type of pain i really suggest the freeze bomb stuff yeah the, that stuff uh, works really good for you i've been i've gone Aches, three pains or four joints sore joints things like that yeah, it's really good it's i've been trying to convince my dad who's never tried a cannabis product or cbd product in the yeah. In his life to try it. He thinks he's going to get addicted to like heroin. Or yeah, something he, he doesn't starts. understand it. So I've been trying to inform him that this is like totally legal and, you know. Yeah. And, you know, the older generation just kind of has this stigma about it. And, you know, they think that, you know, just because it's associated with marijuana that it's like somehow like this dangerous drug or something crazy like that. So, yeah, it's not. It's legal. You can ship yes. worldwide as well. So, Everywhere, and, I think, besides New Zealand. I think, unfortunately, they don't yeah. ship to New Zealand. But. Yeah, um, but um, everywhere else, pretty much. The code is is mile higher for twenty percent off for you guys. Yep. So All definitely right. check that out. Moving on. <laughs> on to the right. next. So we want to obviously thank all of our patrons, all you guys on there. There's still a bunch of you that are supporting us through Patreon. We really do appreciate it. It's literally funded the whole podcast studio project, which I think we're a few weeks out. We just got the sign. It's fucking dope. Oh, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we got the. He's we got the room pretty much ready. You got furniture coming. So we'll be in that new space hopefully in, I think, two weeks maybe is what I'm shooting for. By the end of the month is my goal. Get in there. So awesome. And uh, so hopefully have some really exciting guests coming before the end of this year. But thank you guys so much for all the support, love. We really do appreciate it. All right. Let's get into the first order of business we wanted to briefly talk about because this has been a really big deal. And yeah, it's a big deal. 
you know, I, I'm sure all of you have heard of maybe not, maybe not, well, especially if you're an you know international listener. But even then, people. I'm sure at least through Twitter, things like that, if I've you're active on social media, you might have heard of it. But um, yeah, so we have this thing called the Supreme Court, and there's this guy named Brett Kavanaugh who was just sworn in this week. So the thing about the Supreme Court that makes it different than like any other position is that it's a lifetime appointment. So you're on there until you're ready to be off. You know, how old is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> she's been on there for so long. You could be and on there for decades. She's like, bitch, I ain't going to. It's a anywhere. life appointment. So it's a really big deal to swore someone in as a Supreme Court justice because it's really going to affect, you know, outcomes of Supreme Court cases. Right. Um, so Brett Kavanaugh has been accused um, of sexually assaulting a woman. Two women have come forward, actually. One of them, the more well-known one. I don't even know if the other came out. I don't think so. Her name was Dr. Ford, and she testified in court. She told her story, and I watched it, and as a woman, I can tell she is not lying. She said things like, one thing that was really interesting, she said, is she was so scared after the experience of being sexually assaulted, which was by a few men at once, and Brett, she claims, is one of them. And she was so traumatized that for the rest of her life, she bought two doors, two front doors. Like, that is something you don't just make up. No one just does that. Just to lie, like, and this woman, she's a doctor. She was so credible. Even Trump said she was so credible. So anyway, basically, the Senate was like, mm, that's fine. Like, we're just going to let that go. And yesterday he was sworn in. Or is he sworn in yet? Yeah, he confirmed. is. He's officially confirmed. He's a, a Supreme Court justice. So Brett Kavanaugh, who is a possible sexual assault or a sexual offender, I should say, is a fucking Supreme Court justice. And I want to say, because I know there are people that'll be le- that'll disagree with me, and that's fine. I am not... People always love to like put me in it as a Democrat or this, and I, I know I come across that way. I, this isn't a Republican or a Democratic issue for me. I really hope that sexual assault is something that is not okay with anyone on any side. That's, you know, that's how yeah, it should be. Yeah, I mean, be. on a human level, it's like... You know? You know, would you rather, you know, would you rather trust somebody with like some of the biggest decisions in, you know, that a government can possibly mm-hmm. make impact that so many has things. all these accusations and, you know, yeah. people that have had these experiences with them. Like, yeah. Whereas we could totally have a choice of like a million other types of yeah. good people that. Could, and we're not saying we just, Oh, just cause he's a Republican. We don't want him. I don't look at party. I don't, we're not even a, par- a party. I'd be totally affiliated. fine with a different Republican. I was fine with Brett Kavanaugh until I found out all of this. Yeah. So, it's just like, do we want to have someone that was even accused? But then, you know, the president has like, what, 15 accusations? I mean, here's the deal. Like, I hate I hate even talking about the politics because it's just I know it's so, it's so and fucked hard. and so just I never broken. want anyone in our audience to feel like ostracized or something. You know, no. And, and this isn't like a political podcast. So we're no. not we're not like political commentators. I'm talking about this and I want to talk about it for the sole reason that. Right. First of all, it's so such a long term. Second of all, for the moral sexual assault, the moral is a aspect huge of it, of the fact that this guy could be a potential woman, you know, sexual predator. Who knows what he could be? We don't know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there are these things swirling around him and he just got pushed through like nobody gave a shit is like Concerning. pretty alarming. So you know, for us, like we, you know, especially Kendall with her work with Thorn and and. You know, human sex trafficking and all these mm-hmm. different things that are such a real problem. Why are we giving people that could have these behaviors and maybe have tendencies or have done 
these types of actions in the past to just, you know, slide right through into essentially like what I call like the king's class. It's like the rulers of the Mm -hmm. lands. Like he is now a ruler of the land. And it's like as a woman, and I'm sure a lot of women feel this way, it's really uncomfortable feeling like someone on the Supreme Court may like have zero respect for women at all. You know, and it's just like, I don't want this type of person to make decisions about my body and what I can do with it or what my daughter can do with it. And he's going, he can be part of huge decisions that will happen. Who knows all the stuff that he could be on there for 30 years. Yeah. I mean, he could be on there for longer even. So yeah, that's, it's pretty disappointing. It is. It's very disappointing. I'm like really angry at my government, my entire government, all of them. All of them, literally. John McCain was the only one I seem to really like left. Everybody is like gone. lacks integrity these Other days. Other than Bernie. <laughs> doesn't know how to stand up for what yeah. they believe in. It's I'm and, so sick of the Democrats. I'm so sick of the Republicans. I'm sick of I'm just so sick. I mean, of the it. money and corruption and greed involved with politics today I is I think we need younger appalling. politicians. Like why why can't they get into these positions at age? Because 20, they preset them to be Yeah, but much like that was when people weren't right. living as long. I mean, I don't even know what the reason is for that, but it seems really silly. Like, you're an adult, you know, in your 20s. I feel like I could have a president in their 30s. You have to be like 45 or something to be president. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. I want young people in there. We need some voices to represent our generation because we keep sending these people in there to do it for us and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, it's like at the end of the day, the government's supposed to represent the people and that goes for any government in the world. Like the at the end of the day, the government should be a collective thing that is you know everybody contributes to everybody has an input on but that's not the way it is it's literally money controls everything like mm-hmm. money controls the politicians they control the parties money rules the, world. the elections it really does. everything yeah so <laughs> that's so the sad state of of affairs and i mean i think anybody in any country would agree like they probably I don't think there's like anybody necessarily out there in any country that's like our government absolutely has it right. They know exactly how to you yeah. know, do it and how to. I think criticism of your government is very healthy and very important is something we should always do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to just so I'm that. just so over it. But hey, I'll make sure you guys are registered to vote November. I mean, no matter who you're voting for, just make sure you vote. November 6th. Yeah, I mean, just stand up for what you believe in. I mean, we all yeah. believe in shit. So. I think a lot of people are going to come out this year and say, uh-uh, bitch. Uh-uh, bitch. We can make the world whatever we want to make it. That's well, the thing. It's like, we can do it maybe. if we all work together. If it, But that's so hard. We're so divisive right now, too. <laughs> Got a skeptic so over here. I get, like, people get mad if I even say the word Donald Trump. Like in my Amanda Knox video, I showed this clip of Donald Trump talking about the Amanda Knox case. And it was actually a great clip. He was being really helpful to the family and he was offering to help. And he was like talking about how she's been treating. It was a good clip. I didn't say anything, anything bad about him. I called him Donnie Trump because I just think it's funny to call people little names. (laughs) And I played the and this girl went crazy on me, like stick to politics or stick to crime, Kendall. This is not even political. It's a clip. Like, if we're at the point where we can't even, I can't show someone a clip of someone that I didn't vote for, like, dude, we're never going to get anywhere. We really need to start respecting each other. And yeah, being we're more headed towards the self-destruct option. Being open-minded is so healthy for yourself, too. Listening to someone else's idea and being able to sit there and say, huh, I've never thought of that. I don't know if I agree with that, but that's interesting. 
like how many people can do that? It's hard. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, how open minded am I? Is there anything that I hold bias towards? Is there anything that, you know, I judge that I don't know about, you know, right. that I don't necessarily know the truth about. Right. I've been really trying to hard to listen more to people with an opposing viewpoint of me and not just listening to them and waiting for them to shut up so I can say what I believe, but really listening to them and thinking about it and putting myself in other people's shoes and seeing, you know, why people think the way they do yeah. is very interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, once you understand like people's thought, you know, processes and patterns, you might actually start to understand how they came to the conclusions they did, you know, like how right. they got to these why, realizations like, of what, what the reality to is to make you think this it's and, your state of reality. It's yeah. literally like everybody's got their own state of reality and we all are on different levels. And so, and we've somehow convinced ourselves that if you're not on the same reality or the same page or whatever you want to call it, I can't it associate else, with you yeah, or like be your friend I or talk to friend. you or be civil with you Ugh, not be rude or, you know, so bad. It's yeah. on both sides, as Trump would say. But for real, it is bad on both sides. Anyway, can we get going on this, though? What's yes. next? What's yes. next? What's the next on the plate? <laughs> All right. I just wanted to briefly talk about this because, you know, we did an episode a few weeks back about the criminal justice system and just how, you know, unfair things are and how justice isn't being served. Well, we did get a little bit of justice this past week because. Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke was found guilty of second degree murder in the case of Laquan McDonald. And uh, yeah, if you guys don't remember that, that was a that video of his basically killing by this police officer was all over the Internet. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's, you know, very discretion advised for sure. Can you remind me exactly? I'm like getting I know the case. I know the name, but. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically here I can. I can tell you basically what happened. So um, basically there's a grainy police video uh, which shows Officer Van Dyke um, firing at uh, Laquan McDonald because he apparently looked like he was lunging at him with a knife. And this police officer had just arrived on the scene and within six seconds of arriving on the scene, he put 16 bullets into this guy because oh, he yes. felt threatened supposedly because... He had a knife. Is and this when he was, he was running acting erratic. or he just did all he, it once. was like on the bridge. Yeah. No, he was just like oh. standing there in the street and he was just yes. acting okay. a little crazy and he one. got out of the car and shot him and like because he was threatening, I guess. I don't know. Well, good. They're finally cracking down. Well, maybe in this case, at least. Well, I mean, it's it's any justice is better than, you know, none. So. You got to celebrate the little. You got to be. You sure. got to be held accountable, right? Anybody that can go around taking human life should be accountable for for doing that for sure, and it should be justified in the sense of the law, you know. And yeah. this this police shooting was absolutely not, you know, a justified police shooting from my experience, from you know people that I know that work in law enforcement. So to see him be held accountable, and you know, the, such a controversial time, especially with you know, the current criminal justice system is, you know, definitely a, a major positive, um, in a seemingly endly amount of tragedies that we see and in, in this area. So I just wanted to just basically put that out there and, you know, realize that and show that, you know, maybe we can see improvements in the criminal justice system. Maybe we're already starting to see some improvements. I hope so, man. Because it's, it's sad. I mean, if you didn't listen to our episode on that, you should definitely listen to it because we go and, you know, we talk about how 
it's a broken system and how a lot of people are in prison that shouldn't be. So I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on that? No, I'm just glad finally some justice. It's probably awesome for his family. Yeah. I mean, what that's at the end of the day, it's like, it's on video. Like they, everybody knows exactly what happened and right. It looks like their son was straight up murdered. Like he was straight up murdered. Right. So obviously if your son is murdered, you want to get justice for, for him. So that was uh, a good piece of news. I guess (laughs) I got more interesting, possibly bad things coming, but (laughs) (laughs) all right, here's, here's another interesting thing that um, happened this week. Sorry. I just, I had a couple different things I wanted to go through just because they were really interesting. Okay. So, do you know what DARPA is? No. So DARPA is the basically like military research arm of the Pentagon. Hmm. And they released a report uh, this week that basically says they are creating technology in order to be used to genetically modify crops with insects. But this technology could be converted into a dangerous and illegal bioweapon. Huh. How does it work? So essentially they're genetically gonna genetically engineer these insects to yeah. supposedly um basically do things to the crops like here um yeah basically they'll infect the plants with a virus a genetically engineered virus why would they want to do that uh because it's going to help uh make it more effective as opposed as far as like spraying fertilizer things like that they're like doing it through insects they're gonna have the insects carry these These chemicals and things like that as opposed to flying over them and spraying them them. well that's the thing i mean it's that sounds kind of gross yeah like this bug injected chemicals into your apple ew yeah i mean i don't understand how exactly it's going to work the main thing i'm interested with this is the fact that they're it could be weaponized all right so They could the government or the military could be could have the capability to harness it, some sort of like bioweapon and attach it to insects and then have the insects potentially become a really dangerous lethal weapon. Like, can you imagine yeah. if like a <gasps> bunch of flies swarm oh through God. and everybody just dropped dead because it was carrying like that is like some my type worst of gas on nightmare. it or something? I oh, my God, I I would never want to die by bugs. Like that would be the worst way. I to mean, die. what if they sent like little for genetically that to my head, engineered I hadn't spiders had that, that can like the world theory in my head yet, and now I do. Thanks. Well, if you know, if Don't there's ever a spiders either. World Fuck takeover, that. maybe they'll be using these uh, bioweaponized insects. Ew. Interesting. Oh wait, we have another. We have another topic. Yes. I want to talk about this. Okay. Because I learned about this too. This is so weird. <laughs> So they're trying right now to make a huge elevator that can take you up to space. And basically this thing, they like had like a fake picture of what it would look like. And it basically was like the earth. And then this like giant cord or rope or whatever going all the way up to space with like a little uh, thing with little pods for people to be all in it. Yeah. They're like these specialized cars. Yeah. They're going to basically like build a track like up this thing all the way into space um, hopefully by the year 2050 and China wants to build one as soon as 2045. Basically, I don't even, wow, I mean, this dude. sounds like an insane Imagine feat. That. It's 22,000 miles. To Imagine get to in space. the future if your grandchildren are talking to you, they're like, you know what, grandma, I've made the decision to move to space, but I'll be back 
a lot because there's an elevator. How fucking cool would that be, though? <laughs> I hope really I, cool. I hope I'm around to see that. I want to go yeah. on the space elevator. It's got to be you imagine, so like, though. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> you know, pay a fee and then you, like, go get in line. Then all of a sudden you're, like, fucking, fucking rocketed space. off, like, 22,000 miles What if it became space? so normal that one day there was these things, like, all over, like, uh, amusement parks, like the Tower of Doom type thing, but, like elevator from space space elevator ride where Get literally space it drops it goes all the way up and then it drops you from space <laughs> oh my god but that's so uh, cool though it's i mean really cool if that looking, actually becomes a reality you guys should try to type in or josh can overlay a picture of what it's supposed to look like because it looks really cool it like, does look really cool i was like mind blown just by the little picture <laughs> they're like it'll only cost 10 billion dollars Ten. who's got that kind of money you, I do. Elon? I got a secret, a bank account, a 10, what Elon is it, billion? Musk. Oh, yeah, chump change. Yeah, but I'm really excited for the, the coming years in space exploration and everything else. Everything is like ramping up space wise, mm -hmm. and it's such an interesting time to be alive because yeah. I'm telling you, like, for sure. I'm telling you, I mean, aliens are, are definitely going to become a part of our reality soon, I think, like, yeah. for reals. And you know, maybe we'll you know have these space elevators up to you know other alien spaceships and stuff. Oh my gosh, that'd be so to like cool. visit them and <laughs> who knows? There's all kinds of uh, possibilities. All right, so almost ready for Diatlova <laughs> Pass incident. That's not right. Diatlova. You changed it. No, I didn't. It's Diatlova. Or Diatlov, sorry, Diatlov. Oh, Jesus, was like, this is gonna Lava? kill me. I know. This is gonna fucking kill me. Diat, Diat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry in advance. All right, fuck. I'm ready to get into this. They have Diatlova. rose gold toothbrushes, by the way. Diatlov. Yeah, it is. Just Shane. I love mine. It's, I, got, I think Yeah, they're cute. like MacBook Pro colors. It's like the it Apple even feels like an Apple, like the the it does. material. It's like like a, it feels like a feels good. like the old iPod Minis. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I remember when I first got an iPod Mini. I know, so, I was like, so cool. Was so lit. <laughs> Remember that one song that's like, Actually, I never had the mini. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come my lady. Have you ever I'm heard afraid that song? not. I've never no? heard that song, no. That was the first song I ever had on my iPod mini. I remember. I was so jealous of everybody that had them. <laughs> I would bring I it on the shuffle. bus. Oh, yeah. The before lame the shuffle. Before the shuffle, no I had screen. just like an MP3 player. Well, yeah, everybody had an MP3 player. Had like 23 songs on it. <laughs> it's like Maroon 5 and like five other songs. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Okay. You guys ready? Sorry. Right. It's just taking a while. <laughs> it's funny because like some people love the longer we take and the more we goof around, people love it. Yeah. And then there's like small group of people that are like, get to the point. <laughs> so, you know, we're hey. sorry. <laughs> hey, we're just doing us. So, yeah. If you don't like us, then, you know, <laughs> screw you. No, I'm just oh kidding. My god. All right. <laughs> We're just having fun here, guys. We're not taking well, this, this too seriously. To fun. You know, if you're taking, if you're like sitting here, like trying to write your like college thesis on our, our <laughs> podcast, not a good idea, homie. Please don't do this that. This is for your entertainment. This is casual, man. Yeah, it's I mean, we're giving like, you, we're giving we're you not the, experts. the info, but yeah, we ain't fucking experts on this shit. And we're not Russian, so please don't <laughs> judge us for our yes, not being able yes. to pronounce Russian names. There's going to be right. some butchering. Let's All right. go. I'm ready for this. All right. Let's get into the unsolved deaths of nine ski hikers in the northern Ural Mountains in at the time Soviet Union, which is now Russia, 
between February 1st and February 2nd, 1959 is when this happened. So basically, the story goes that a group was formed for a skiing expedition across the northern Ural Mountains in northern Soviet Union. A man by the name Igor uh, Dyatlov, which is where the name comes from, Igor Dyatlov, who was a 23-year-old radio engineering student at the Ural Polytechnical Institute, was the leader of this assembled group of nine others for this ski trip they're basically going to go on. Uh, so they're all fellow students and uh, peers at this university. All the students were graduate students, and they were taking a break from their studies, so they decided to take a trip to the summit of Mount Oroton, uh, which seemed like the perfect vacation. They were all considered to be hardy, fit, and competent hikers. The trip to the summit should have been well within their ability. So these guys are experienced. This was not like, you Some know, ranches. first hike ever. We're going to do the crazy killer hike. Some people do do that. There is actually a, just somebody on um, in Rocky Mountain National Park that went missing um, on, I think, Long's Peak, I want to say. Just complete, went by himself, hiking by yourself, which is the worst idea, by yeah, the way. That's Don't ever very dangerous. always hike with a buddy. Extremely dangerous. One yeah. of my friends used to always hike by herself, and it would freak me the fuck out. People, like, this people, is how I get yeah. peace, though. I need to be alone, which like I get, but like, mm, dude, what if you fall? Or no get attacked you. by something. <laughs> or like that one guy that was that got stuck in that crevice and yeah, he was there. Had to cut for, his arm off. Yeah, he had to cut his own arm off. God, that is some fucking. I mean, if that power. doesn't show you that yeah, there's risks involved with hiking alone, then oh, there's a lot I don't of know risks. what will. There's a lot of. But it's a common thing. Like people go missing and die out there in this in the wilderness and hiking areas all the time. Yeah, all the time. So this particular. A group of Russian uh, young men and women um, were all experienced hikers. So um, they were actually trying to do this so that they could get a higher, uh, highest hiking certification, which is available in the Soviet Union. Um, the goal of the expedition was to reach Orton, a mountain which is 10 kilometers or 6.2 miles north of the site of the actual incident, which we'll talk about. And at this time in the year, in February, it was estimated to be the most difficult time. So they literally went, they were like, this is going to be a challenge. We want to see if we can get to the top of Atorten. Atorten. Yeah, that's that's probably how you pronounce it. But so being comfortable with their hike ahead, the group documented their trip with their cameras. Atorten? Atorten. I don't know either. Okay. So they documented their trip. They had cameras. They took photographs, um, which I will put some in the YouTube uh, video for you guys. But I'll also link it so you guys can go look at all the pictures because there's tons of pictures of them and this journey they went on. So what could have possibly made these spirited group of hikers, which they were super pumped about this. They really enjoyed doing this. Um, to basically die with little or no warning mysteriously this hike would end up being their last hike they ever took. So the expedition begins. The group arrives by train at Videl, a town at the center of the northern province of Sverdlovsk Oblast in the early morning hours, January 25th, 1959. They then took a truck to Vasai, a village that the last inhabited settlement to the north while spending the night in this village, the skiers purchased and ate loaves of bread to keep their energies, lo- energy levels up for the following day's hike. Bread. 
That's all they got. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For I, their energy I mean, this levels? is 1959, but I mean, but I'm sure they had a little still, more than bread. Do you right? think they're smarter than that? Than to like, you'd think you'd bring like a fucking. Well, I guess they didn't have Cliff bars or anything back then, but like something of <laughs> substance, some beef jerky, some nuts. Yeah, they're like bread, no carbs only. We just I mean, want some baguettes, yo. <laughs> we, yeah. we hit Panera on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the that bread bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Loaves of bread. I mean, I'm sure they had probably a little bit more than loaves of bread, but that's what we know. Um, But on January 27th, they began their trek towards the mountain from Visayan. On January 28th, one of the members, Yuri Yudin, who suffered from several health ailments, including rheumatism and a congenital heart defect, was forced to turn back due to knee and joint pain, which made him unable to continue the hike with the rest of the group. But the rest of the group, which now became nine, continued on. So this guy is the only one surviving from this group of uh, friends. Diaries and cameras, which was found at the around their last campsite, made it possible to track the routes, uh, the route up to the day preceding the incident. So we know a lot about like what happened literally up to maybe even the moment that you know, something happens to them. On January 31st, the group arrived at the edge of a highland area and began to prepare for climbing. In a wooded valley, they stored away a surplus of food and equipment that would be used for the trip back. The following day, February 1st, the hikers started to move through the pass. It seems they planned to get over the pass and make camp for the next night on the opposite side, but because of worsening weather conditions, snowstorms, and decreasing visibility, they lost their direction and deviated west up towards the top of Kolat Sakal, which is another uh, mountain. When they realized that this was a bad move, the, the group decided to stop and set up camp there on the slope of the mountain rather than moving about a mile downhill to a forested area, which would have offered much better shelter and safety for the group. So this this is definitely like... As you're going to see is things are going to start kind of making logical sense to you for one. I, it, You know, if you're hiking up to a very, very tall mountain, you know, and the weather and you're in this time of year where there's frequent snowstorms and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's really not safe to camp out on the side, literally on the side of uh, the top of the mountain, essentially, as opposed to going back to tree line where you can be, be protected under, yeah. from the wind. So that was their first mistake is they decided to, instead of kind of go backwards and down the hill, but just to be safe, they're like, we'll just pitch our tent here. And that, yeah. We'll see if we can, you know, make it through. All right. What's interesting is that this mountain that they camped on is known by the local uh, Mansi tribe as the Mountain of the Dead. Oh, geez. Well. Which the reason <laughs> it has this name is because there has been other events that have occurred that where people have died um i believe a plane crash things like that around this mountain so obviously they you know associate some type of maybe evil spirit or something there's something you know up with this area of the mountain so odd how there's like all these places in the world where there seems to be like all these accidents and like unexplained things yeah there must they must all be the same thing you know yeah so weird so the camp, um, so this camp that they made on the side of the slope would be the group's last camp on their journey. Dyatlov had previously said the team expected to be back in contact with everybody on February 12th. 
But he also said that the group might take longer than expected because it wasn't until around the 20th of February that the alarm was raised. So this was several, uh, several weeks later before, you know, anybody was like, oh, shit, they never came back. We haven't heard from them. You know, what happened to this group? So that's when their uh, college actually sent rescue groups consisting of students and teachers. And then later the army and police got involved with planes and helicopters in order to start the search and rescue operation because they haven't heard from them for fucking two weeks. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to be like, where are they? You know, something happened to them. They're supposed to be, you know, in contact with us by now. So on February 26, uh, the rescuers and our searchers found the groups abandoned and badly damaged tent on the mountain. On the 26th, guys, they they were last basically heard of seen February 2nd, February 1st. So that is quite a while, a couple weeks. But one of the students that had been searching, Mikhail Sheravin, said that the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. And one of the most confusing actions was the cutting of their tent and leaving of important items. The tent was cut open That's the from the part inside. That. that is so odd. So if it was cut open from the inside, then either they were trying to get into it really quickly as opposed well, to going through like a zipper or something, or they were trying to get out. Well, if it was really cut quickly. from the inside. Oh, whoa, sorry, whoa, sorry, whoa. sorry, sorry. I just, <laughs> sorry, homies. I like kicked the whole table. I got really excited. Wait, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. I got scared for a second that everything was going to fall off. No, you were saying about the tent. Yeah, it was cut from the inside. So it wasn't yes. them going into it from the well, outside. Well, yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so, that to myself. Okay, but yeah, that makes sense. So what would make, you know, these guys so frightened that they would just, you know, instead of simply just opening the tent normally why would they cut it from the inside yeah like what were they trying to escape from what's going on with that and then why would you do that and then also leave behind all your like cold weather gear and other materials and goods inside the tent also like if yeah. you're gonna like leave then why wouldn't you take that with you so in february in the ural mountains which is where they were the average uh, it has an average temperature of negative 16.6 degrees celsius which is 2.1 degrees Fahrenheit Fahrenheit below the freezing point. Jackets, gloves, pants, and other warm clothing were left behind, as well as navigation supplies such as compasses. The tent, they also found inside the tent three axes and two finished knives for basic camping practices such as woodcutting. Even with the items that could be used as weapons, the hikers still fled the tent in a panic. So, so why it you weird. know why if you why would they leave why would you leave the tent so something too. would be in the tent yeah well obviously it was in a rush if they didn't have their weapons it was like right a you would think like if there was like time. an animal or something they would at least like grab out of anything you're gonna fucking grab like you're gonna grab yeah at least a weapon you know yeah huh so what kind of what could have been inside of it that was and why would they them? leave all that and risk like hypothermia they must know i mean they're experienced hikers they but know once they your can't tent is cut you're gonna get hypothermia either way you're fucked well they had their winter coats and stuff they all still had their gear in there well they, can they left all that out. behind though and left all in the tent yeah that's weird it's very bizarre not only that but there were eight or nine sets of footprints left by people who were wearing only socks 
a single shoe or so they definitely even left in a rush. barefoot. Sorry, I keep jumping in. This is yeah. so interesting. Can you get this animal behind us under control? Sorry. Sorry. If you didn't know, we have our dogs in here and sometimes they're acting crazy. Hey, don't, Bernie, don't apologize to them. They fucking love my dogs. He wants to come Everyone is so happy when they're in the, the my get videos. Him. He's freaking out because he can't be up here with us. We can't do this every time. Yeah, this is why this wasn't a good idea. Anyways. So based on investigations of the tent, researchers know that the hikers left nearly all their belongings behind, including cold weather gear. And when their bodies were finally located, rescue teams soon discovered that five of them were nearly naked, wearing merely basically underwear and in a few cases socks, too. So why would you like run like why would you run out without any of your gear with you to keep you? warm because you're going to obviously get hypothermia right they clearly were scared something, something happened in the tent happened it in seems like that's so weird. or maybe something happened there they i were don't know stuck it's... in the tent i'm trying to think hmm why because like why obviously something had to have happened that they would have left that stuff behind because they clearly know that they can't go very long out here in february in the top of a you know, huge yeah. mountain. It wasn't thought out. It's not like they no, planned was like, this trek to yeah. leave. There's definitely something they that happened. They just ran. So crazy. But some people believe that the reason for this lack of clothing on, on the victims was because they suffered from paradoxical undressing, which occurs right. in cases of lethal hypothermia. Sufferers feel as though their bodies are succumbing to a blaze of heat when in fact the nerves in their blood vessels are suffering from paralysis which leads to vas vasodilation, giving the sufferer a sense of intense heat, basically like you're on fire. Wow. That when you're having paradoxical... I did not know that. Yeah, this paradoxical um, undressing. Yeah, you literally feel like you're on fire. So like they fire ripped all their rip clothes, clothes off. off. Oh, my God. Because, like, my other thought is, like, yeah, like, maybe they, you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the hole in the tent. I don't know. It still doesn't make sense, doesn't though. Why would they sense. would do that? I mean, that's one... Uh, one guess, <laughs> but a disturbing discovery was made of more corpse or as more corpses began to be found within the snow. The four other hikers were found nearly completely clothed upon investigation of the photographs taken by the students. It was discovered that these hikers had confiscated the clothes of their deceased companions. Clothing comparisons show that the last four people took the clothes off of their dead friends in a last-ditch effort to stay warm and survive the extreme cold. Oh, interesting, yeah. That makes Which sense. Which that makes sense. I mean, if, you know, maybe you know, maybe yeah. their friends had already passed previously, so they're like, they're like, we'll just use their stuff. Maybe I'll try to save myself and, you know, use their stuff, so, yeah. I mean, I would do the same. I think we all would in that situation. Yeah. But once search party started discovering the bodies of the hikers, they found that each person had inconsistent injuries. Different people suffered different yeah. injuries, though all were potentially running away from the same unknown threat. See, that's what's so weird about this whole thing is the fact that they all have different injuries. That is so Yeah, and strange. it's really, really bizarre injuries. Yeah, they are. And adds this whole mystery and why this is, you, you will see why this is unsolved. Mm -hmm. But the first two uh, members of the group that were discovered were both of the Yuris, and they were the victims found closest to the tent. Their hands were brutalized severely. They resembled bloody masses. A tree near their bodies 
revealed chunks of human flesh embedded in the cracks in the bark. Ew. That's fucking crazy, too. Like, seriously, like that must have been really that bad that if that's how they're describing it. It's almost like something picked them up and slammed their bodies into the tree. How could you even do that? Maybe they were hugging it or like, what? How can your flesh, chunks of their flesh? That is weird. But what's weird about it is like there was branches cut high, like up into the tree. So it definitely looked like somebody was either like trying to break branches down or they were trying to climb up the tree. And they fell. And maybe they fell or like, but then it's like, why, what are they running up the tree for? Like if you're running away from your tent, then why are you also running up a tree? And they were literally found. See, and that's what makes this so weird because there is a theory, I'm sh- we're going to get into it, that there's a, a fire inside the tent and that smoke, they like couldn't see the exit of the tent. They got panicked and cut their tent. But then like none of these, it doesn't make sense with the rest of the story. Because it's like, okay, once you're out, then you're not going to go run and climb up a tree. You're not going to go do all this other weird stuff that you'll will read. They have all these weird injuries. So... That's what's so weird about this. It's all so inconsistent and it's hard to, you know, like one theory might make sense for like one set of them as a like as far as like where they were found and their injuries. Mm -hmm. But then you go like look at a totally different group and you're like, whoa, but that doesn't make any sense for them. Like, yeah, like as you'll see, it'll be completely different. So like ruin a theory. It's so weird. So shortly after these, uh, the two years were found, they found Igor. Uh, which was the group's leader. And he was found lying on his back uh, with his jacket unbuttoned and both of his hands clenched tightly to his chest. His face was covered with minor abrasions. Rustum was soon found and his corpse presented a new and devastating injury. Along with other minor scrapes, his skull was fractured severely. A six centimeter fracture split the left side of his head. And despite this injury, um, they all experts at the time and uh, believe that they all still died from hypothermia as opposed to these injuries they uh, they obtained. So they believe all of them did? Yes. Interesting. <coughs> uh, Zaneda was found to have suffered many injuries to her face, but her hands took the brunt of the damage. Abrasions and frostbite <laughs> ravaged the girl's hands and uh, other oh, this is so body parts. Yeah, which there you can actually go see all of the um, the crime scene photos are all of the photos of them were, and they, I mean, they all look like they're like frozen. They're like, but yeah, you can definitely Ew, go see all them. the pictures and stuff. It's, it's pretty wild, man. But yeah, we're not going to overlay them. So if you want to go, <laughs> yeah, I'll put, them, a, yeah. I'll put the link for you guys. So if you want to go look at all the photos, cause it, it is pretty interesting and it will help you understand this story a lot better, but it wasn't until two months later, um, before the other hikers were discovered in the mountains and their injuries were just as odd. Nikolai was discovered well-dressed under uh, layers of snow, but his skull had been bashed in his jaw and skull suffered severe fractures. And what's most peculiar is that there is no outside damage. The severe injuries on the inside could not be easily identified via basic observation of the body, which is so weird too. It's like, there was no like outward damage, but yet they were like internal damage was like appalling. It was like they had been crushed internally, but outwardly it was not, you know, visible. That is weird. Yeah, it's very weird. And then the injuries on Alexander and uh, Simon 
I think uh, is how you say it, were even stranger. Um, Semyon. Also, uh, I forget this girl's name, I believe, but, or no, I'm sorry. Simon was missing his eyes and the soft tissues near the ocular Ew, area. Oh, dude. See, that's what's so weird about this. Missing the eyes. See, that adds so much mystery to this. Yeah, I mean, it's... Why don't they all have their eyes missing? Right, right. It's like... It's very weird. That is so fucking sick. It's absolutely crazy. I know. And his skull also showed a wide wound, and his chest was so compressed that it spread and broke his ribs. Oh, Alexander was missing soft tissues near his eyes and on his skull, along with an open wound in the skull behind his ear. But the most shocking discovery was made when our rescuers found the body of... Uh, Ludmilla. That's probably not how you say her name, but Ludmilla. Ludmilla. Yeah, she was discovered with all soft tissues missing Ludmilla. from most of her face. Both of her eyes were missing, and her nose had been completely crushed. Her mouth oh, was so positioned. Her eyes were missing. Mm-hmm. So a few of them had missing mm-hmm. eyes. Yep, and it was also found that her tongue had been removed from her body. Fucking like what? completely, like the back of her mouth was like completely removed. Ugh. I'm gonna throw up. That is so gross. What the fuck? And to this day, I mean, part of this mystery is that experts still have no idea why each of the body and the injuries are uh, sustained are so drastically different. It seems like it would have to be done by like another human because if it was like an animal or something, it would have just eaten them. It would have mauled them. Eaten like it wouldn't well, just I mean, have like picked out their eyes. Like oh, I just fancy eyes only. Yeah. Why would it? You know. Why would it? Unless yeah. it was like. So a lot of people say like, oh, it's just like maybe like birds or something scavengers no. that just come and they they. Feast upon the in like fleshiest cold? parts of the body, which is possible. There, who knows what's out there? I mean, your eyeballs are the fleshiest part of your body. Yeah. So, <laughs> God, I have crystals. I'm playing with. Josh doesn't like when I make yeah, noise. We're like trying to record a podcast, and I, well, like I don't. I didn't know they could hear it. <laughs> I got some new crystals. I'm checking them out. <laughs> so what? Yeah. So maybe it was scavengers, but it is very weird that you know, multiple person's eyes are gone and so there's weird. no like clear indications that they were attacked by animals. Like, and what you brought up a good point. Like if it was animals or scavengers, why would they just choose like the tongue and then the eyes, you know? Yeah. So, the tongue. I definitely don't believe it. it's like, all right, open your mouth. It's not like that's like a huge I meal for anything. Get in here and get the tongue. It's like a nice little appetizer. Like that's weird. So it makes you think human, but like what human is out there? Yeah, well, that's what's so crazy about it. And and what the medical examiners find is very, very interesting. Um, from missing tongues to cranial fractures, it was easy to view what had happened to these individuals. However, no matter what happened externally, the cause of death was always ruled hypothermia. Yes, many of the individuals did suffer frostbite and hypothermia, but that may not have been the immediate cause of death for all of them. That's what I was saying. Like, they all could have had hypothermia before something else happened. But that doesn't to them. mean how do they know exactly like That's that what was what them. actually ended their life? Well, I think they have ways of determining that because, like, in a lot of cases, they're like, "Oh, it was drowning, it was suffocation, it was this." Even though there are all other things, it seems like the coroners are able to figure out what exactly killed them. But that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, like I mean, the rest of the stuff just wasn't. It was just like no big deal for them. I would think that some of these other injuries, especially the dude who had his like rib cage like crushed yeah i don't know how you just say 
Well, must have been hypothermia. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, I think sometimes they kind of do go like the easier route. What's going to be the most convincing for people, you know, because that's the thing. They don't know. They can't. Yeah. They don't know what killed them. So they have to give an answer, though, like the families and people are like, most we want logical. most logical. Like, what's the most people likely love to scenario? Talk about, they feel very, very smart when they tell you about what is it? Optum's razor or something. Do you know what it is? Optum's razor. You've never heard of that? People it's not love a bell to say right that now. to me. Um, sorry, I'm trying to remember. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, this is so interesting. So the other explanation that was uh, basically considered or that they wrote down as as sort of the answer to or the conclusion that they came to after this investigation was that um, basically a compelling force uh, was used to injure and kill the hikers. But that's all all it said. It's Occam's. Sorry, I'm saying this right. Or Occam's razor, Occam's razor, and it's basically oh, the simplest yeah, yeah, yeah. answer is usually correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people love to use that as like a definitive thing. Like, like when there's theories where there is something that is more likely, but the other scenarios are possible. People love to come in and be like, "Well, blah blah blah." According to Optum's razor, or whatever. Then, yeah, but that's just that's just that's just so that does not work in every it's one case. way of looking at the most things, logical so. answer is not always the answer and i hate when people just sh like close off because they're like oh yeah it's only the most like it's only the most simplest answer to what you know yeah it's exactly. not it's not like it's, people who it's only don't limited leave room to your for any any just pondering or wondering or you know they're like oh most likely they just got hypothermia and died and it was an accident that's what Someone would say. Yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> so there is no plausible indication of what this compelling force that they basically indicated it was actually was, whether it was an avalanche or some other happening that could have occurred. It was. You would know if it was an avalanche because wouldn't they be kind of like buried? Yeah. And they weren't like buried in uh -uh. snow. There was snow on some of them, but some of them were not buried at all. Yeah. I think there'd be evidence of that. So this this compelling force note was uh, actually what was put on the medical examiner's report as to what, like what happened. Like I don't know what exactly happened or how they sustained these injuries, but they just they died from hypothermia. Was the conclusions. So after the examinations of the bodies are done and the medical examination, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> medical examinations. Uh, were done and the reports were done this case was closed like they just closed it sealed it up called it done like um, the Russian government took all the documentation about the case and possible causes of death and sealed them by issuing issuing a government resolution before adding uh, the Dyatlov Pass incident to the realm of cold cases investigators did try to come up with some explanation as to what happened to the hikers Attempts at reenacting what happened that tragic night were performed without any real questions being answered. Dead ends and disappointments led to the quick closing of the case. So they they were the Russian government was like, you know, we're not going to even give people an opportunity to look into this further or try to, like, come up with all these theories, even though people totally came up with theories about what happened to them anyway. Um, and so the this actual investigation uh, was just closed in May of 1959 only a few weeks after the bodies were discovered and the files were like archived, classified, put away, 
done. Sealed shut done. So that's that's, that's another aspect of this that's just weird is that the way that the the government they Russian government handle it and how they like sealed it away and kept it uh pretty tight for a long huh. long time that's weird so basically the um the prosecutor and investigator of basically the the guy that looked into uh the diatlov incident he concluded that the deaths of the expedition members were due to a series of mistakes by igor diatlov on February 1st, he began the ascent to the summit at 3 p.m., even though he knew about the difficulty of the terrain. Furthermore, this was Diatlo's mistake. He chose um, a line 500 meters to the left of the planned pass that lies between peak 1079 peak 880. So the group found themselves on the eastern slope of peak 1079. They used what was left of daylight to ascend to the summit in strong winds, which are typical for this area, and low temperatures of minus 25 degrees um, Celsius. Dyatlov found himself in bad conditions for the night, so he decided to pitch his tent on the side of the slope uh, so as to start in the morning without adding distance from the forest. Considering the absence of external injuries to the bodies or signs of a fight, the presence of all the valuables of the group and also taking into account the conclusion of the medical examinations for the cause of death of the tourists, it is concluded that the cause of their demise was overwhelming force which the tourists were not able to overcome. This is the literal official... Um, investigators final notes on the case wow they the cause of their demise was some force which they were not able to overcome and then the files were lock sealed <laughs> away uh, not until the 1990s is when the files resurfaced and parts of them are actually missing which is interesting too dude something's going on people are starting to think sure. like there's some maybe there's some type of you know russian you know, interference or, you know, the, the Russian government or military may have something to do with this as we'll, as we'll talk about later. Cause there's a few more interesting things about, um, what was found in this investigation. So what's interesting is that some of the hikers clothing had high levels of radiation on it and the campsite too, upon further exploration gave off large amounts of radiation as well. Many members of the hikers' family, families also noted that during funeral services, the bodies of their lost loved ones appeared to be giving off an unnatural orange glow and that some of their hair had gone gray. What? The orange decoloration was thought to be due to intense radiation at the scene of their deaths. Being that this was a time, time for new voyages into the realm of nuclear weapons, it was thought that perhaps the hikers had come across some Russian testing zone leading to their deaths. Russian authorities, however, assured that no testing was going on in the area. And another uh, speculative explanation for the radiation found on the hikers in the area was from the environmental makeup of the area itself it is naturally spewing radiation. But this theory has been too dismissed. So what causes the radiation uh, that they found on the clothing? Which, looking into this further, it it's, turns out that I think it's only a couple pieces of clothing that are actually emitting this radiation levels and it's not like it's not like high off the charts like this is yeah. like out of this world or something really crazy like it's fairly normally normal radiation so it doesn't like everyone have some level of radiation or something yeah i mean there's some level of radiation um i think everywhere everything yeah yeah hmm. but the, what they what they didn't actually um what a lot of people don't know is that uh two of the guys actually worked in areas for their jobs that were radioactive. Like one worked in a plutonium 
plant stuff because like oh okay then that makes sense this is like cold war era so they were like right working on missiles and weapons right. and like, yeah it was like you know they were working on all kinds of radioactive so that shit. makes sense they probably just had if some of if only some of them well if you work them. somewhere where it's radioactive it's gonna like be so on, on i'm you. guessing people think you it's ufos or aliens or something because of the the radioactivity is really what gives it gives you know kind of the segue to a possibility well not only this but the possibility of maybe they encountered some type of alien spacecraft ufo that you know from what we've seen in the past with ufo incidents they leave behind radioactivity like the ground is radioactive in hmm. some cases interesting but it could also be that they ran into a you know a top secret classified military base or you know some type of testing grounds even yeah of the russian military which i think is almost likely now this is interesting there was lights or orbs seen in the sky so during the night of the tragedy huh. there was even more weirdness happening in the skies above the hikers another set of hikers who were a distance away from the dyatlov uh, group claimed to have seen multiple strange orange spheres hovering in the northern sky so they're basically there's basically seeing orbs and I mean if they were seeing them that night not that far away from them wouldn't these guys have seen them though like they had cameras and stuff well they probably did and then there was that one picture that they took yeah there is the one there, picture which they did we'll talk take about. one yeah. picture and we'll talk about it's the it last like the last picture on uh, this dude's camera yeah and plus like who knows how much time they had they could have been like holy shit and like taking pictures of it but then they were like we gotta get out of here like screw the pictures they only had time for one yeah I mean I don't know if I'd necessarily think to get my camera if I was like literally being attacked by aliens <laughs> So. so yeah, so there's there's multiple witnesses that saw these uh, orange spheres weird, in the sky yeah. on the night of the Dyatlov Pass incident, and at this time, you know, UFOs were being seen, and you know, this was not the first time within six weeks of the incident that people saw uh, UFOs, and even the um, actual investigator into Dyatlov Pass, um, the incident. Uh, Lev uh, is his name. He also thinks that these spheres could somehow be involved in what happened to them. Yeah, that's what I it could be. I mean, the fact that this is the last if anything is important on that camera, it's the last photo. And the last photo that they took, it, can I describe this? Yeah, is um, it, it looks like out of focus which i'm sure they didn't have the greatest camera and it was cold as shit so i'm sure it wasn't working that great either but you can see like it looks almost like a fire burning on the left and then you can see like an orb yeah it looks like a bright object moving uh, against a dark background it looks yeah. like it's like a night sky pick yeah and it's attempting to take a photo of you can almost like see little stars what looks i mean it looks like a little orb in the middle and then there's this like light that is it looks like it's sweeping you know what, across though? the background. It kind of looks like a picture of like the inner part of the camera. Like it was pressed with the lens cap on or something like that. Because that could like, be, yeah. You notice how this is in the exact center? Yeah. Like that could be the viewfinder or something? Yeah, maybe they did were. Well, yeah. what, a, what a lot of people have actually said about this and kind of have tried to debunk this picture um, 
which they pretty I mean they have in in a lot of uh ways. or it was broken it could have been broken yeah it could have been this, broken look at that there's like this little part right here that could have been part of a broken lens and maybe it wasn't focusing but they were trying to take a picture it's of something. true it's true but a lot of people speculate that it could be the little uh dot you're seeing in the middle could be um a reflection of something like a flame or maybe the moon or maybe anything maybe fire i mean who knows yeah man i don't know if i i i see that but if you look at other photos where there's reflection off of something like the sun or something you see i'm sure you've like, seen it like you, there you get that little sphere yeah, in the middle you know? that's what it looks like to me it looks like something with the camera because look there's like a hole it looks like it's a circle yeah it's a really you know, bizarre like picture vignette. it really is Weird. And it's been called the 33rd frame. That is really bizarre. Wow, what a strange case. Yeah, they found uh, this image um, on the camera, which was on a tripod, and the lens cap was open, and the camera uh, was ready to shoot. Oh, and it didn't have a broken lens or anything? And according to, according to the people that found it, they said that it, it looked like they had actually sat there for a time and actually like set up the tripod and the camera before they made their escape from the tent. What? So it was like set up inside the tent. So what were they setting up the camera in order to capture? What the fuck? Why did they, why did they like leave? Why, like, why would you set up the camera? That is too like weird, that? dude. I have no idea. I have no idea. And then like cut a hole through it. Like maybe they're like, Set the camera up, cut a hole in the tent so that they could see out the hole in the tent through the camera. There's a theory for you. Are we going to get to the theory <laughs> where they could have cooked something? Yeah, or... I mean, we could talk about it right now. Yeah. yeah. You want to explain that? Yeah. Sure. There's a theory also that it's they It's had probably, a... you should say that this is kind of, a lot of people believe this yeah. theory. It's, it's the most logical. It's one me. of the most logical ones. It makes sense up until a certain point then. And then it's like, but then all the other shit is really weird. But then but the injuries. There's basically a theory that they had some type of like what hot dog cooker. No, no, like, no. They had a stove in there. They actually a little like, stove. Thing. They had a stove that is uh, built into the tent. It was like a custom stove that oh, one of them wow. built that was built into the like that oh. would attach to the tent, like had a little exhaust out the side of the tent. So you oh, can burn intense. it inside to keep them warm. Okay. So what they you think, think it that... was like a grill, like a George Foreman grill. In yeah. There? Like, so they weren't cooking on it. No, it's like for heat. Oh, I thought they were like making hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, okay. they're just on the side of the mountain, like whipping up mac and cheese. Like, well, what were they eating then? Bread. Yeah, dude. Fucking bread corn, only. Man. But they make sure they're they're warm. Anyway, people think that maybe it caught fire and that, that there was so much smoke in the tent they couldn't see, couldn't find the exit, and they cut a hole to get out. So I think that's a really interesting. Yeah, that theory. the stove malfunction started smoking, mm -hmm. and the smoke filled the tent, and it filled the tent so quickly that they freaked out that they couldn't like get out of the tent yeah. or see the Panicked. zipper maybe, and so they yeah. just like slashed a hole in the the tent in order to vent the smoke out. And then it would make sense if they then realized, "Fuck, we're screwed. We don't have a tent. We need to like go get help." And they tried to go get help, and that's how they were found in different places. But then. And that would also you add explain, the weirdness of their eyes being missing and they're like, the but it tongue. also does kind of explain like maybe they were trying to like climb up the tree in order to like look for like help or see where they were at or something like maybe they were trying to scale and they kept slipping and they kept like, but how would that get your eyes out or your tongue? 
I mean, honestly, that, that's the weirdest part. Yeah, I mean, it could just be birds, though. Like, for all we know, it could be. I'm just saying I there's a good be chance really it shocked. could be. I have never heard of a bird. Well, I've heard <laughs> well, them picking out eyes, but yeah. not there's a vultures tongue. and shit that do that. But they're going to pull out, just cleanly pull out your tongue. Be like, oh, I prefer tongue. I mean, I don't know if it was cleanly pulled out. I mean, it was like. No, I mean, it was gone. Feasted on, yeah. They didn't say it was partially there. It said it was fucking gone. So that's just too weird for me. I, I feel like to me, there has to be something else involved in this. Maybe it was natural causes at first, or maybe someone who wanted to attack them, dude, went up to the thing outside the exhaust thingy and like blocked it or put something in it so that it like smoked them out. And then they like, once they ran, this person like went crazy. Maybe it was just a serial killer. He just fucking killed them. Yeah. I mean, there are like weird people out in like mountains and stuff, but like, I'm, I don't think anyone was living here. But maybe someone followed them and wanted to do like a big I mean, they were massacre. way up there though. Like if you look at a map of it, they were way the fuck. Like there would yeah. be nothing up there is the thing. But like that would make sense because like if someone saw someone else getting their eyes cut out, they would like climb a tree to get away or they'd like try to run away. Maybe maybe two of the guys that were found somewhere else were running away. Well, that's what's so weird about it is like one like the. Uh, some of them the people that they found later were actually like down in a ravine like it looked like they had maybe fallen into a ravine and like had this like shelter built up and like and it, and also there was the fire under the tree about uh, under the tree like area where they were initially so they found escaped from something what's so weird is like despite how bizarre the tent thing is it does not explain what happened after they left the tent and the fact that one like one group of them went an opposite way then another group went down and and were found and died in the shelter with all those wounds like they had been was there anyone that didn't have any wounds at all um they were no they all had they all had mm. wounds of some sort because i was thinking Where's like maybe that? one of them was a serial killer but that doesn't make sense why he would die and like why he would have wounds as well so they weird. i mean they were and that's the thing. And the medical examiner said that many of their injuries could would have had to have had some type of force that a human could not cause. Because that's the thing, too, is like yeah. maybe they did it to each other. Maybe they just like one one theory that's out there that I'm like bullshit is like they like ate a bunch of shrooms or like drugs or something. And then they like attacked each other or they like had a conflict or something. That's like a theory that's out there that maybe they're just all tripping out. So they all started acting, which is like, come on, like. I'm sorry. What, would you really be that extreme? You go to a side of a mountain to like have your trip and, you know, and you I'm, would carve your friend's tongue <laughs> and eye out. I'm sorry. There is not a drug that can make you high enough to do that unless they were doing like bath salts or something. And like this was the 50s. I highly doubt it. And plus, wouldn't they be able to see something in their system? They did like autopsies and tests on them. I'm sure they checked to see if they were drunk. It like talks. They probably did toxicology reports on them. Yeah, I mean, and I've seen some reports that, that said that they, they were intoxicated. Yeah, I did. I saw that too. But what's weird is they only so they only found like I don't know though. Like how, how accurate is that though? They? What is that? And I haven't seen the tox like toxicology Actually, reports. Yeah. Like I don't. They know could have been just sure. drinking beers. They did, they did find, find a flask. They okay. found a flask, so they did have alcohol, but it wasn't like enough for like everybody. That one to get just smashed. And also, yeah. like it's been a couple weeks since they've been, you know, since they've passed. Like. How are they like they're still able to do toxicology reports on like people found like that that far away and like in those conditions like well it just depends it totally depends on the type of drug that you're looking for some some of them like exit the body some of them stay after you're dead some of them I think stay if you're cold as well if you're like frozen drugs can stay in your body better 
Um, but it stays in your hair the longest, I believe. They can still. But maybe back then they weren't able to check for that kind of thing. Yeah. I just don't think, like, most of the drugs, like, if you were going to, like, have a group, like, a dude's trip. Or, no, there's a girl here, too, right? Yeah, too. If you're going to have a, you know, a friendship trip <laughs> up to the mountain to do a drug trip, you're probably doing, like, it's not like they're going to go all up there and do, like, heroin or something fucking crazy. They probably were doing, like, mushrooms or acid or something. Well, that's, if that's, they the, were the doing The theory drugs. is mushrooms, yeah. Okay, so mushrooms. I'm sorry. Like, basically. But you cannot take yeah. enough mushrooms. That would make you want to gouge your friend's eyes out. <laughs> That just that seems like such bullshit. Yeah, and you wouldn't do something as stupid as as what they did, or like if you would like take your clothes off and and get naked and run around because I'm on mushrooms. Like that's not how mushrooms are. So and shit, you'd have to take a lot for like because the whole idea is like maybe they like in the village they were in before they set out they like met with a shaman or something that had like some psychedelics or something maybe yeah well if if a shaman gave it to them they probably had a beautiful experience and they probably didn't want to kill each other and die it It it, just doesn't make sense well that's the thing too is like maybe so like the way that i've looked at it too is like maybe some of the deaths are like accidental let's just consider like say that some of it like some of them died just from the natural causes hypothermia yeah succumb to the cold because their you know their tent got fucked up and then you know they don't have a stove anymore because maybe there was an issue with that. And so they, you know, started freaking out and started like frantically looking for help because they're, you know, starting to get hypothermia and that's starting to like shut you down. Like, I don't think anybody, yeah. any of us like, I mean, maybe there's somebody out there that's Ugh. been had hypothermia, but we don't know what that's like. And to imagine, but we all do know the feeling of like being really cold. So imagine that, like, but like yeah, so much worse, but way worse to where you're like, yeah. To where you almost made, yeah, that's weird. Where you I get have, hot no, I've because never you're heard that of that. Cold. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's so weird. So, because the whole thing is like they, the four that were really fucked up that had like the head injuries mm-hmm. and like um, the tongue and the eyes and everything, they were found in an area with like lots of rocks apparently. So maybe they had fallen over like a ledge onto these rocks and that's how they got their skull fucked up. And sounds like, like if this all is these really... injuries, their eyes maybe got like. What if these people like, have the worst luck ever? It, this almost sounds like a Final Destination movie. Like first these people die, and then these people die, and then these people die, and then these ones have bad luck too and fall off a cliff. Like really, they all had tragic accidents. Because if you're gonna assume that any of these things were an accident, you have to say that all of them happened to have accidents through. I mean, through whatever time, right? Yeah. And they were in different places, so they would all have to have different accidents. That's that's what's so weird about so, it. Is I'm their sorry, injuries are extremely different. Accidents. The locations of their bodies are different, and it's like it almost seems like maybe some died earlier than others. Like maybe the, uh, yeah, the two that were first found died first. Yeah, I bet then, the ones at the campsite died they, first because you know it was clear that some of them took clothing off of the other deceased, like yeah. other bodies. But it's like, wouldn't you be extra cautious? Why would you walk and like fall off and jump into a rock thing? And that's the thing, too, is apparently, according to uh, the investigators, the footprints around the area did not show any signs of like distress or somebody like running away. Like the prints weren't really deep in the snow. No. It was pretty shallow. Looked like they were calmly walking Right, calmly away. just like walking away. And then all of a sudden you just like. But it's like if you just saw your friends die. But they could have been alive when they left camp. That is possible. Maybe they had two different bad luck situations. Like these guys, maybe they didn't even know that each other died. Or this is such a weird story. This is like it's really. I mean, there's a reason why this has been unsolved for 50 years. Yeah, and and it's uh one of the most you know 
famous mysteries out there because nobody knows really what happened. And like as I'm starting to like understand this better and better, I can definitely see where a just a weird freak because I think we sometimes forget that like freak accidents do occur. Not everything has like some ulterior motive or purpose behind yes. it. Sometimes just random shit happens. And like maybe in this case, some random shit happened where their tent filled with smoke. They all had to get out and they couldn't just get like their clothes. And maybe they were like, you know, they probably they may have already been undressed because they had their stove on to keep the tent warm. So maybe so they, they had taken off naked? their Maybe together? who knows? Maybe they were like that seems who knows? So weird, but they weren't though. naked though. They were like in their underwear. Maybe they were like getting ready to go to bed or something, and then but again, something happens with the stove and it fills it with smoke. But again, they they all had no, not accidents. all of them. Not all of them did. I'm not saying that all of them left the tent without clothes on. Some of them may have left the tent with clothes. Some didn't. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying, but they all had accidents. That well, here, make here's, sense. Let they me were in explain. different spots. Here's my explanation. Okay. All right. Listen, my explanation is this. So they leave the tent because the tent has filled with smoke. They have to abandon the tent. So now they're they're out. They're cold. Some of them are already. You got to remember, it's 20, 30 below zero. It's extremely cold. You're going to start succumbing to the weather very quickly. Mm -hmm. So they're out walking. Maybe some of them try the two guys that uh, tried to climb the tree to break branches because they wanted to build a fire. They're like, we got to build a fire now. Are we going to die out here? Because. It's so fucking cold. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're seen like frantically scraping their hands against the tree to pull the fucking branches off so they can build a fire. That's why there was indications of a fire at the foot of the tree. But I mean, they did. I mean, they were found there, though. Why did they find there? Why didn't they survive if they were able to build a fire? And I mean, how did they all die? Yeah. And then why did the others like continue walking off? farther away and why was and someone's falled, rib crushed so much that they were separated and their head bashed in that doesn't make sense and people will always uh, a lot of people say it's just oh well they fell that's how they sustained the the like major fractures injuries the like un or the compelling force that the unknown compelling force is what they say which could be you could you could fall off an area of even like 10 feet onto some rocks and really fuck yourself up like you yeah. could have some bad injuries like that so that could be possible but the just the magnitude and the different areas of injury and again i'll link the website but you can actually see like the autopsy reports and see like they had abrasions everywhere like all over them which is so weird like you think if you fall even if you fall into like some fucking rocks like you might have a couple places there it was like all over huh like it really seems like something attacked them it yeah. really seems like yeah, some unknown force maybe even attacked them and so this could what even about go like a cryptid is there any type of like the yeti a yeti right duh <laughs> which a lot of people just let look so that's like yeti. bigfoot of, of the arctic yeah there's there's a russian yeti which, so wouldn't the Yeti just like fucking eat your whole body though, not just like take the tongue? I think they'd be like, rawr, rawr. I'd imagine like Yeti isn't very like conservative. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't know <laughs> the intelligence it, of these like, Yetis. Ew, that's gross. And and I mean, I feel like how would the Yeti like run in there, like fuck everything up, and then run out with no, leaving no yeah, trace? It would have like a there'd be like a sign of a struggle and a fight, and there'd be blood everywhere. Like yeah, it would if be there was a, an animal, there would be too. right. There'd be a bloodbath there. There'd be blood this all over the place. Wild. It's really wild. 
it's really wild. And I'm telling you, after you see the pictures, you'll be like, what? I don't even want to see Some of them, them look gross. like they were like, after they died, they were right, like rolled look. over and like a perfect, like rolled over so that it looked like, you know, they were like politely letting, like laying them to rest, like as opposed to just le- leaving them in all these like, you know, other unnatural positions. Yeah. yeah just Google, uh, uh, diet. Oh my God. I'm already forgetting how to pronounce it. Diatlov pass. Diatlov pass. Diatlov pass. Oh, jeez. Yeah. When you see the pictures, okay, you'll see how fucked up they are. The scratches on his arm from the branches. No way, dude. That is really weird looking. It's really the his pictures up. of of the victims is what really makes us so weird. Oh, I this think. is gross and freaky. So this is the one probably missing their tongue. What? The uh, I think it was hell? a female that lost her tongue. Ew! Wait, what the? fuck is that no eye socket yeah no eyes that's a human yeah that's one of them how long was she dead a couple weeks jeez yeah it's gross and the reason why is because they were in the snow so being in snow like starts decomposing you because you're moist you're like wet so the decomposition process once you're deceased starts well some of them have their bodies are look like way more right but they weren't the ones that were actually in the snow like entrenched in the snow i see i see Oh my god. Gee, some of these are freaky, dude. They it's it's Ooh. like almost like out of a horror movie. Oh and my god. They scary. actually made a, a movie based on it's called ask. Devil's Pass and I haven't seen it, but I saw the trailer and I was like, "Whoa." Basically another another idea is that, you know, we talked about the the Mansi tribe, which is like the locals there, and they have uh, called this mountain the Mountain of the Dead. Well, one theory is like maybe there's some type of supernatural force yeah, or it's at like play cursed. here or this. Yeah. Or it's like a cursed area that they went through on this mountain. You, these like ancient. There could like, be groups, like some evil like, spiritual type shit going on. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they encountered something completely paranormal. I mean, who knows? Like some just unknown compelling force. Um, it seems like a possibility. I think you have to consider everything since. We don't know. We just don't know. And we will never know what happened that day unless we build a time travel machine. And then we can time travel back then and teleport to that location. That'd be cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, one of the things that came to my mind, too, is like, well, this could be explained maybe by by an avalanche. But this has been pretty much like debunked because this the location of the incident itself uh, did not have any signs of an avalanche occurring. Oh my gosh. Because usually Dude. you can actually see. Sorry, I just need to say something. Jesus. Oh my God. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Oh my sorry, God. Sorry, you guys. I just, this is crazy. No, In no, the no, last, no. no, I have to tell you. In the last like 10 minutes, I've had like a it's ton SpaceX, of subscribers. Dude, it's SpaceX. Is that what it is? It's fucking SpaceX. Guys. Is it in Tijuana? Yes. It's in Tijuana. It's SpaceX. They announced it previously. SpaceX is launching a bunch of From shit. From Tijuana? No, you can, or you can see it from that area of the country. That's where they're launching it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that... I'll, there's a. I'll show you the announcement. They said they're announcing. It. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure. But I'm pretty well, sure what you're watching. I've had is... so many people send it to me. I know because we've seen that minutes. before. It was SpaceX, the blue looking UFO. Basically, there's, uh, there's somebody's tweeting videos of. A, what Someone looks said, like dude, a there's blue... some weird shit in the sky. Yeah, everyone's referring to that. It must be the SpaceX rocket. Yeah. 
Go okay. Google that. Google the SpaceX launch. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to launch. talk about it in case it was like a UFO. I was like, <laughs> our audience needs to know. Sorry. Go ahead. Finish up. <laughs> All right. So just a couple other theories I wanted to mention. Um, one theory is out there is that um, that's been hypothesized is that maybe um, the wind around uh, this mountain created a Carmen Vortex Street, which can be produced infrasound capable of inducing panic attacks in humans according to this theory the infrasound generated by the wind as it passed over the top of the mountains was responsible for causing physical discomfort and mental distress in the hikers and they were driven to leave because panic just struck them all of a sudden so i don't know that's i guess that's possible but you know maybe that's crazy though i feel like why haven't we you know, had confirmed reports of this happening before. That's that would be my sort of my uh, response to that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if it was some type of like weird, you know, scientific all, we, all yeah. infrasound event happening, wouldn't mm -hmm. we have seen this in the past? Mm -hmm. And they basically just said because they were panicked, they stumbled and fell, and that's how they got their injuries. Mm. Another thing that, and one of the other. Um, theories that i think could be very possible and would make sense is that they were doing military tests the soviet uh the soviet union's military was possibly testing rockets or some type of you know weapon which would have been the orange spheres that they had seen in the sky like it's totally possible that you know just like this like you see these you know blue spheres or whatever flying in the sky everybody's like oh my god ufo whatever yeah but then you know there's a logical explanation for it and just because we've never seen that before we automatically jump to it's got to be alien it's got to be like a ufo mm -hmm. or something versus the military's got some shit man and yeah they did then too they had some rockets that it could have mm -hmm. totally been these spheres wow so maybe you know this was a training area maybe there was like some hidden military mines or something in this training area and maybe they like what if they came across like some mines or something? Why would they cut the tent? None of this makes yeah, sense. Yeah, right. Then, then you look at the tent and you're like, what There's happened to the tent There's always an though? element of this that like ruins every theory. Like mm -hmm. just when you think you've like figured it out, it's like, oh, but no, because of this. I want to know what you guys think about this for sure. It's really bizarre. It's really fucking bizarre. I mean, I don't even know. I think there could be, I think there could be some other element to this that we just don't, we will never know. And is totally unknown, maybe paranormal. I, I don't I don't necessarily think, you know, aliens were involved with this. Um, I think it's probably more likely that military might have been involved with this. Because if you if you remember, like they shut and closed this case quickly. The Russian government classified the files. Mm -hmm. They miss files are missing. They really don't want to talk about this. Even the guy investigating it was like. Yeah, there's some there's you some have sketchy to. shit going on. I mean, on. come on, they don't do that for no reason. When the government's trying to hide something, it's for a reason. And they classify it and don't talk about it. They don't like this. This has never been like revisited mm -hmm. in like any official capacity, and you know they just hoped everybody would forget about it. But here we are talking about it. Yeah, fifty years later, and like, it's so requested. This topic has been requested so many times. I'm so the glad Diablo I learned about Pass it. It's, incident. It's wild. It is wild. It's very interesting. And, and I, 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 all these stories of like people mysteriously going missing and, or just, you know, dying in the wilderness is just very interesting because especially when there's no signs of animal attacks or things like that. And they just are gone, either gone. Like when we talked about in the missing 411 podcast, 
I really love this topic. I find it really interesting. Yeah. Because this happens a lot. It is weird when people go missing or die out in nature because there's no witnesses. It's so different than a crime happening in a city or even a suburb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, who the fuck knows who was out there? That's the thing is, like, I think there's just so much stuff we don't know. Like, we don't even know who's out there. Yeah. We don't, like, anybody can go anywhere and, like, so many question marks hide away this. somewhere or, like, yeah. the mil. I mean, the mil- we already know the military and the governments and, you know, they have secret bases everywhere and inside of mountains and i mean who fucking knows like who knows where they have stuff and where they have training areas or possibly areas that could kill you or who knows like or you could be abducted i mean it's (laughs) the possibilities are endless for real the conspiracies are endless for this one for real yeah i mean i'm really curious to see what you guys think happened to them Mm -hmm. because i mean the only other thing that people said was maybe, you know, local tribesmen of the Mansi uh, attacked them, it. but they're known to be peaceful. And again, there is no and it still track make sense evidence for the of anybody the approaching the tent. Yeah. Weird. It makes no sense. It literally is baffling and has no answers. Uh, so I guess you can take it for what it is and, <laughs> yeah. and let us know your thoughts for sure in the comments below. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, thank you guys for uh, joining us for episode, what are we now? 37. Diablo Pass incident. We've got some more interesting episodes coming your way. I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. getting to some more spooky, more sinister, dark stuff, I think. So. Yeah. Leave us some comments with suggestions if you guys have any that you want us to do this month for October. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm ex- I'm excited too for, for guests. Uh, in the future because yes it'll be nice to get some other perspectives and some other voices on the podcast people that have really and people that have really interesting stories or you know know some shit so (laughs) that will be super fun but yeah thank you guys for joining us today uh if you enjoyed this episode we appreciate it if you like subscribe on youtube or itunes or leave us a rating or review we really do appreciate it help support us check out the merch <laughs> I feel we like we want you to guys to have a great day or night, no matter where you are. Yes. And we will see you next. Stay time. safe and stay, stay woke. woke. <laughs> see you guys next time. <laughs>